0: Welcome back, literary Summers, to another Morph Monday episode of Shelf Aware. And you must save this hawk, for he is my life, my last and best reason for living. Which is a quote from the movie Lady Hawk. <laughs>
1: All right. Obscure.
0: All right. Yep. Sure. I'm Anna, and I'm him. I liked lame movies in the 80s i
1: actually have never seen that movie and i always wanted to because it was referenced in a meg cabot book that i read when i was like 13 but i couldn't find it ever
0: i think i think it has good m energy from what i remember yeah yeah. i mean
1: it's it's like a one of is a hawk and one of is a wolf or something. So it seems yes. like. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: She is a hawk by day and he is a wolf by night Perfect. and they're in love and they can only see each other at dusk or dawn. And Matthew Broderick <laughs> is there and his name is Mouse.
1: I'm not 100% sure, but I think that same plot might have been ripped off by the, I want to say, late 90s uh, <laughs> Aladdin animated series for an episode.
0: You know, I'd believe it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a Morph Monday here, and we're reading Animorphs number 33 The Illusion, the Illusion. by K.A. Applegate and Ellen Giroux. Giroux? One of the two.
0: Um. I think at the top of the episode, just in case I forget, I'm just mm-hmm. going to say right now, guys, there's 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 content warnings on this book for sure. Yes. Um, if you are at all bothered by depictions of, like, torture and the self-harm that occurs from those things, uh, I would abuse. probably stay away from this one. It gets pretty dark. Child abuse, child neglect. Yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Bullying. Mm-hmm. yeah it was it was, uh, it, was uh, it was dark these tobias books man i'm telling you they go some places this kid has gone through some shit and at the end he's like well the sitcom episode resets and i'm perfectly normal <laughs> again like <laughs> maybe uh, he's yeah. not though
1: yeah it'd be interesting to see if uh we're gonna have to deal with a ptsd tobias in the next few books although the kids have been through a lot of stuff that yeah, kind that of, was
0: like his book. Th- he went through that in book three. Yeah, Adam. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, I just feel like the the specifics of having been tortured kind of lead yeah. to a very I mean, intense trauma. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, he hey, he was at the beach and he was just living his best life at the end you of know? this one. So, yeah, I guess spoilers, he gets out, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Uh, I, I loved this book though. This went so hard for a middle grade book. I was like, damn.
1: <laughs> I overall liked this book. Um, there was a l- kind of one part of the plot that I had a little bit of a problem with, but mm-hmm. overall I thought it was a, a pretty good Animorphs book.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think K.A. Applegate knew. She's like, um, however many years in the future, cause this girl can't do math Twenty two years in the future, there will be a podcast where two girls will be reading through the entire Animorph series and they're gonna be real exhausted with all the stupid plots the past couple books. So we're just gonna put this one in here, slide it on in. They're gonna fucking love it. <laughs> yes, yes, my homeboy Tobias. Um, I guess we can get right in. It's a little bit of a longer plot, mm-hmm. I feel like. Um so I'll just, I'll just get into it, I guess. The book opens. Tobias is at yet another school dance with Rachel as his date. So, like, wasn't there a school dance, like, a month ago?
1: Yes, and they even reference that dance in this scene when they're, like, they le- do. Tobias is, like, at least last time we were on a mission or something like that. But now they're just
0: dancing for yeah. dancing's sake. Or it's, like, a group date versus, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. not a group date. and. Mm. Tobias just got he kind of throws a fit about whether or not he's human enough to dance with Rachel and so he's like I got I just gotta go to make my escape as a hawk to be fair though he also is throwing a fit because
1: it's eight minutes until his two hours are up Why and he, he suspects the he, apparently that's not an option and he suspects that Rachel is trying to trick him into staying as a human
0: which um, we need to talk we need to talk and unpack Talk about uh-huh. and unpack that to bias because those are some serious accusations you're making mm-hmm. at your girlfriend. Like, that is a huge,
1: free- and I don't think it gets resolved, does it? He just no, thinks that, that might be ignored. the case, yeah. And he doesn't bring it up with the other Animorphs, and he's just kind of like, Well, I guess this is just a thing that I'm going to have to think yeah. about my girlfriend and that I can't trust her anymore.
0: At the end, he's like, I'm the person Rachel loves, like, he doesn't say I'm like the boy or the hawk or whatever. He's like the person, which I guess mm-hmm. is supposed to be kind of vague, but um. <laughs> Tobias is struggling with a lot he's like I don't remember like what to do with my human limbs and face and I don't like I just not comfortable here I want to cut this date short and Rachel's like man I wish we could have longer than hour and a half dates I'm like well we've talked about this on the podcast you can he just has to go to the bathroom
1: (laughs) also the although we are big Tobias Rachel fans this seems like they need to communicate a little yes. bit better because yep. they are at very different places in this uh, scene where Rachel's like, This is great and wonderful, and I'm having a good time. Why and won't you to dance with me? Keep doing this. And Tobias is like, I hate everything about this.
0: I'm used to being <laughs> wild and free. I just keep staring at people and <laughs> trying to fly. I don't <laughs> like it. No.
1: Uh, yeah, so it seemed like seemed like they needed to maybe maybe sit down and talk,
0: and that yeah. didn't happen. Or fly and talk. They do that a yeah, lot. That's yeah, that's true. You need Tobias in his comfort zone.
1: How many times was the word thermals used in this book, do you
0: think? <laughs> that's like Tobias' favorite word. He's like, oh, thermals. It's like with Jake and cockroaches, Tobias is like, Thermals. <laughs>
1: The thermals are so choice it feels today. feel so
0: good. They're so hot. Can't fly indoors. There's no thermals. Yeah. Why flap when you have thermal? Thermals. thermals. <laughs> Rachel, you idiot. You beautiful idiot. Use the thermals.
1: Come on, Rachel. Feel those thermals under your wings.
0: <laughs> Take this thermal up with me and we'll <gasps> soar together forever. Or for an hour and a half until we to land.
1: You, me, and the thermals. <laughs>
0: just the three of us (laughs) flapping way up in the sky
1: (laughs) just the three of us you and I and the thermals and I
0: (laughs) and it I guess you and I and it (laughs) and them and those I don't know (laughs) and that one over there (laughs) the one on the parking lot um a teacher Tobias is gonna fly away but the teacher recognizes him as the missing student Tobias and (laughs) Rachel's thank goodness someone honestly I'm so glad someone cares about Tobias other than Rachel like (laughs) and it's sad that he can't like really appreciate that either because he's like fuck that guy I gotta get out of here he's a nuisance He's it's trying to keep sad.
1: me from being a hawk and riding the thermals.
0: He's going to make me a normal boy. I can't live that way again. With no <laughs> like wings,
1: long. even. <laughs>
0: uh, so he, there's like a near miss where Rachel has to like intervene and Chapman is lurking. But he makes it out before he's stuck as a non-morphing human forever. But um, not
1: before we get uh, to hear Marco appreciate the soundtrack that's playing which is the Goo Goo Dolls, Marco says. So it definitely is Iris, right? Like, that is the song. Oh, that's yeah, playing,
0: that's right? the <laughs> Goo Goo Dolls song, yeah.
1: Especially in 1999 or whenever this was published. Like
0: It's either that or it's a, baby's black balloon makes her fly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like if it was that, Tobias would have been able to stay and appreciate it. I think that yeah, the fact that, that, that was Goo Goo pre- Dolls is like, and I'd give up forever to touch you. He's that like, sounds no, that's, more like a not middle the school vibe. dance. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> Tobias would be like, no, I wouldn't give up anything to touch Rachel. Like, I need to be a hawk.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. And I don't want no the, the world, world to, to see, see me. Because I, I don't think, think that that they they'd understand. understand. When When everything's everything's made to be be broken, broken, I just just want want you to know who I am. am. (laughs) I guess that is kind of appropriate for Tobias. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I'm I'm really bummed out now. Um, (laughs) Where are my notes? Okay. Um, (laughs) Outside the school, Tobias runs into Jake, and Jake is like, hey, Tell Axe there's a meeting tomorrow. Be there, be square. So he does. There's a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this, I don't know, it's like this cute bonding moment between Tobias and Jake where Tobias yeah, is like, it was hey, nice. I can tell you've been reading the Wikipedia articles for Famous Generals and Jake's like, hey, don't tell. It'll make me look uncool. <laughs> Tobias like, so you can stay with me, boss.
1: <laughs> Again, it was a nice Jake moment because yes. Jake wasn't the focus. Like I feel exactly. like I like drinking. And the he was doing something movies. competent.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um uh, Sorry, let me get some water. Let me no. chug lug. I'm going to
1: keep drinking my Mountain Dew Major Melon. What? What? Is it a soda or an energy drink? What is it? It's a soda. Major
0: Melon. I want it. It
1: tastes like watermelon. And it has this very very fun artwork of this
0: angry watermelon man yeah that's like major yeah i did say 2021 was gonna be the year i gave up sweet drinks but you just dragged me back in i gotta buy that
1: (laughs) i really am a sucker for weird flavored sodas
0: i yes i do enjoy that about you i do like finding weird sodas and making you try them yeah Um, at the meeting, Eric is there, and he reveals that the Chi have lost track of that anti-morphing ray that we talked about in the last book that Rachel totally fucked up the mission for. So this whole book is Rachel's fault, which might explain some of her behaviors.
1: <laughs> oh, but it was nice that there was some continuity with another book. You know, yes. That is a thing we're always looking for.
0: Yes, 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 yes. they do pretend that the things in the past affect them today. Mm. Jake figures that the Yerkes will want to test the ray ASAP and not on viscer three, because I guess there's a chance that the machine could backfire and kill whoever it's aiming at. So Jake's like, the plan is that one of us has to Really,
1: be a backfire. That would still be a front fire. Front
0: fired, killed. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here with your semantics. (laughs) jake's super awesome good leader plan is that one of them has to be purposefully captured in order to find out where the ray is and then report back to the others um a little bit of back and forth who is the most appropriate to go obviously rachel's like i will do it because i am rachel and then axe is like well i should do it because i'm the andalite and then so tobias de-morph is,
1: axe, it's just an andalite yeah
0: yeah we're not we're not revealing any human secrets then tobias is like well It obviously has to be me, because when they shoot the ray at me, they'll think it didn't work, because I will stay as a hawk. So, here comes Tobias is so good at planning.
1: To be, to give some other people credit, other people had also figured that out. I think it was just kind of like Rachel and Marco. No, Marco figured it out, too. I'm trying to remember who didn't figure it out. Rachel, because they, Jake's. Had already figured it out, Axe, because
0: he thinks he's the best choice for everything.
1: Axe, yeah, Axe hadn't figured it out, and uh, maybe maybe. And Jake was like.
0: Tobias was like I could see in Jake's eyes that he was relieved that he didn't have to choose me for the mission I was like whatever Think maybe Jake is just relieved someone came up with a good idea
1: or or Jake's just relieved that his cousin and beloved Aximily were not on the chopping block anymore
0: yeah yeah he was like oh thank god Tobias is expendable because I don't love him
1: (laughs) Rachel's like I'll go and Jake is like shit my hot cousin no my family can't lose another cousin. And, and then Axe is We've like, "We've lost too many." And Axe is like, "I'll go, Prince Jake." And Jake's like, "Fuck, no, my hot andalite boyfriend, shit." <laughs> and then Tobias is like, "It's okay, guys. I'll go." And Jake's like, "Good, yes, okay. the expendable yeah. hawk."
0: I like this choice. Thank you. <laughs> Um, Rachel doesn't like the choice. She's pretty upset about it, but in the way that like, she doesn't speak out because she knows it's the best plan, but she's real salty. Uh, and Tobias also gets to acquire Axe and they have this cute little moment where Axe starts to teach Tobias about the Andalite rituals. And honestly, this isn't my new favorite character It was so good. It was so good. I love
1: Uncle (laughs) Axe.
0: Uncle Axe, Tobias, just being bros. It's so good. So sweet. So precious. Yeah. And then also because Tobias is morphing an Andalite for the first time, and he's the first one to acquire an Andalite, actually, which seems pretty stupid, but um, we also get a little bit about the Andalite frame of mind, and apparently they're just super optimistic about everything, and they really had to tone that down when they started slaughtering entire species of aliens. This
1: (laughs) 100% doesn't track with any of the Chronicles information we have about the Andalites, I feel like. Yeah. Like, at no point are they...
0: Elfangor was pretty, like sad yeah <laughs> and
1: and aldrea was not like miss peppy optimism go 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 yeah and everybody did war crimes i just feel like this is <laughs> i <laughs> this think is maybe surreal.
0: axe is super optimistic i think
1: maybe axe is a child and that's what's <laughs> very true yes it's
0: the adults just, will take care of it
1: right and tobias has acquired axe the child and so he's like wow <laughs> your species is so optimistic and axe is like yeah i guess
0: we had to learn to temper that when we started killing people. Or no, I think you just lost it. I think you just lost the innocence think, of childhood. I think you grew up, Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the sharing is having a very convenient gala to honor the opening of their new community center And like, Tom for some reason. Tom, our best sharing member, uh, He's so best boy. <laughs> He's becoming an eagle scout, or the equivalent of, I guess. No, I don't, know. don't say
1: eagle. It can't be eagles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Slug scout. <laughs> uh, Jake and Axe go in as humans. Uh, Rachel, Cassie, and Marco are flies, and Tobias is there as his hawk form there's a scene where Axe goes around and he tries all the different human foods and like an embarrassing incident with the chocolate fondue. But like, honestly enjoy that levity now because the rest of this (laughs) book is really fucking dark, really quick.
1: They really had to, to put the jokes in where they could with this. one.
0: Honestly, it was like, way drawn out I was like why is the scene in this book and then afterwards I was like oh that's why (laughs) that scene was in this book
1: I I mean spoilers for later in this book but we go from like in like scenes of intense torture to gorilla with a grappling hook Is kind of like the vibe of this book very back and forth
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's very it's i very confused like we want to tackle big dark topics but also Middle grade. <laughs> it was like the
1: the Council of Ghostwriters and Applegate sat down with the the publishers, and they were like, "Okay, you get eight trauma points a book. If you burn <laughs> through those, you can win more back by putting some goofs in." Oh they gotta make like, All a right. joke.
0: <laughs> Mark Marco gets stuck in the chocolate fondue, and Axe almost eats him. Hilarious. Perfect. That'll That's worth us. two trauma points. That'll, that'll win us at least one flashback about bullying. <laughs> Um, (laughs) Tobias and Axe break into the security room at the gala to try and figure out where the Yerks are hiding their more Yerky alien secrets like the Candrona pool and the anti-morphing ray Um, and they find an entrance to an underground facility in the playground equipment so Tobias goes down there with a fly Rachel on his back and her job will be to report back to the others once they capture Tobias and will lead them back to wherever the AMR is. So I'm trying to think now that nothing happens in between. Okay, so Tobias flies down into the underground facility and becomes his ax morph, but uh, surprise, it was a trap. <laughs> um, This preppy high school girl comes out and she like sets off this gas that paralyzes tobias and rachel and a bunch of stand standers by and uh rachel falls off tobias's back and tobias is like my love she's dead she's just this tiny fly that's paralyzed someone's gonna step on her or she'll be stuck as a fly for the rest of her life i just rachel no (laughs) (laughs) we left things off on such an awkward note (laughs)
1: All I want now is to go back and slow dance to Goo Goo Dolls when I have the chance. I don't want the world to see me. There's
0: nothing they would
1: understand.
0: <laughs> we? Uh, so, the preppy high school girl is actually sub-Viscer 51, and she's like the second in command for Viscer 3, I guess. Okay, my question Mm-hmm. viscer three does yes. each viscer have their own sub because i have to wonder why like viscer four isn't the second wasn't the second in command or maybe he I, was i don't I know i think it's like
1: viscer is like a general yeah sort of so like you're not gonna have another general under the general even if okay you know so it's like it's like a but they it's kind of like, are,
0: right? Because it's, like, numerically, the lower yeah, you are, so, the more powerful. Yeah, so I think it's,
1: like, like everybody, like, vistas are all this level. So they can't be in charge of each other. But there's still, like, a hierarchy between mm-hmm. them, like, where they are ranked. So it's not, like, I'm your boss. It's just, like, I'm the best of the generals, right? Okay. Like, and
0: then So like a five star general yeah, versus the other yeah, yeah, stars? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, something like that. I don't know enough about generals actually to do have made this comparison guys.
0: in the first place. I'm just saying things <laughs> that I've heard. Um Do you think Sub One really hates when anyone else gets promoted above him? <laughs> like,
1: oh, certainly.
0: <laughs> Subvisor one is like the most bloodthirsty of the year 'cause
1: <laughs> I bet there's a lot of turnover in those like Key positions right like in that's like probably true, su- yeah. like sub viscer one through five probably has high turnover because they're getting murdered or they're moving always up all dying the time. Yeah. yeah um whereas like this viscer- kind of the the sub like 20 through 100 and whatever like they're probably like well maybe i'll make viscer one day but
0: uh, yeah, I'm happy here. I, you know, I just, I don't want to go up any higher in the subvisor levels because, you know, I just, I don't want to have a desk job. I want to be out there doing things, <laughs> just electrocuting teenagers and <laughs> making memory live their worst memories.
1: I totally get what you're saying. I mean, I just, I just don't want to end up in a position like, you know, subvisor two who got eaten by taxons because he didn't, you know, finish the job the way Visser three wanted so i'm just gonna
0: (laughs) just gonna coast here under the radar
1: i'm just gonna keep my tentacles down and and do my thing you know
0: yeah sure sure the pay is not as great but you know there's that like life security
1: right (laughs) gotta have have time for me and the 18 little slug babies back at the yerk pool
0: (laughs) (laughs) i i want the the yerk chronicle so bad
1: (laughs) It just seems like it's a lot of bureaucracy. I
0: yes, yes, so much red tape, so much like political intrigue and backstabbing.
1: Like, like it seems like there's a lot of bureaucracy, but also there can't be because they didn't have paper. Like, (laughs) until fairly recently, they didn't have access to any of the stuff that you could do a bureaucracy with.
0: That is so true. Oh my god, (laughs) I didn't even think of that. Like, how do they even keep track of these things? Is it just in the collective consciousness? Like every time they go into a year pool, they like re-download the information about (laughs) who's in charge.
1: It just, it seems like it would be a nightmare to keep track of back on the, but I guess pre them getting host bodies, they would have just all been in there. Right. So it kind of would have been like irrelevant. So they really did come up with like this, this really hierarchical like society within like, a hundred years or so Right Cause it was like Even less than that Cause like Aldrea's father Was the one who kicked it off mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Aldrea Was Well no Probably like a hundred years What's Aldrea, the lifespan
0: Of a Hork-Bajir Because yeah. Toby's
1: her Great-granddaughter
0: mm-hmm.
1: So If she Was probably Well But then we also have uh, If we knew Andalite lifespans We could figure out Cause The That's uh, True the the gap between um Andlight chronicles and hork chronicles because there was the characters that overlapped all two
0: yeah yeah so like who is also viscer three and still alive
1: yeah so it's definitely like within a few generations of years they've come up with yeah. this like super super super
0: structured like is viscer three gonna die from old age anytime soon do Yerkes die from old age? Maybe Or do, do Andalites die of old age? Or do they just keep making science? Maybe. So people to live forever. I don't know.
1: I feel like the Andalites strike me as a group that have death. Because I think that uh, Axe is like, we have to accept death. Which I don't think he mm-hmm. would be like that if he was like, well, I have no concept of <laughs> of dying of old age. <laughs> we don't have true. to accept that.
0: You never have to die if you're an end <laughs> if, you're, if you're good enough at war. <laughs> Only the weak die like Elfango, my mm. brother.
1: Yeah, so I think they probably do have <laughs> reasonable lifespans. They don't have the Elamist vibe of like, I have lived centuries and so, you know.
0: Mm. True, true. Yeah, yeah. They seem very grounded. I suspect the hork have shorter lifespans just because of like the fact they're that... so big and dumb
1: yeah but <laughs> like i mean elephants like... have fairly large no elephants aren't dumb though uh, <laughs> what's a, a dumb large what's a
0: big dumb thing besides me <laughs> <laughs> um i'm gonna move on <laughs> okay. for the best so Visor 51 sticks Tobias in some kind of box that is like a force field on the sides. And then Visor 3 shows up and he's like, we've killed your friends. We no, found no. Axis Scoop and all that.
1: You, you know what she sticks Tobias in? Bird box.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> Can't open your eyes, Tobias. They'll get you. <laughs> basically he's <laughs> like sex to sack your friends are dead tobias is like i don't believe he would, would have wanted to keep the sexy valuable and bodies if he knew if he thought if he thought he could um
1: also do we know um i don't know if this has come up do if you're in morph and you fully die, do you revert back to your original body? Is it like
0: wild shape?
1: Yeah. This is my <laughs> question. Is
0: your question. Yeah. <laughs> Can they just tank? No, I think I think that they do. Because remember in the book where they were, the Mega Mars, where they were like mm. skipping through time and chimpanzee Rachel just got like blown apart by a cannon. Right, right, right. Yeah. But
1: I mean, then even if she reverted to her original body, it would still be guts everywhere. So there wouldn't That's, be much yeah. of a difference. <laughs> i think i think we're all just chimpanzee guts in the end baby
0: <laughs> we share like 99 percent dna with them <laughs> practically monkeys um i think Tobias also morphs back into a hawk at some point mm. because he is one i don't whatever um viscer three demands a test of the ray and of course hawk tobias stays on his hawk morph so viscer three flies into a rage since so it doesn't seem like the ray works and the scientists are like no it does i promise but viscer3 feeds them to taxons anyway <laughs>
1: Nom, 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 for the Texans. Fly under that radar. <laughs> Keep those tentacles down. And
0: then Visser 3 tells subviscer 51 to get Tobias to demorph and then take over his sexy adult and a light body that he knows it is. <laughs> Can't wait to see what the love of my life looks like. <laughs> I mean, the prisoner. <laughs> uh, then we get into some shit. So, the box that Tobias is trapped in has the ability to control emotion and physical sensation. So, after vis- subvisor 51, no, sorry. So, subvisor 51 can make Tobias feel pain and sadness and whatever emotion she wants him to for as long as she wants. And she's like, well, let's crank
1: up the pain. This whole thing was nonsense, but it was very dramatic nonsense, so I was Extremely okay with dr- it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are then treated to uh, some of Tobias's worst memories about being bullied, his abusive guardians, basically how he was, like, unloved and... But unloved, ignored, and also the the subject of a lot of terrible things.
1: And also it seems like some of it's, like kind of melding different memories together because there's like moments where he's like aware that he's been like abandoned by his father, essentially, which like he obviously would like, like he's aware of Elfangor as his father, which he wouldn't have known in those memories, you know, so like, there's kind of like some weirdness with that.
0: We also get a, a little kind of a juicy tidbit, maybe I'm reading too much into it, where uh one of the aunt or uncle or whoever says why did lauren leave you with us which like kind of sounds like to me like she left them like she didn't die so i think maybe tobias's mommy's still out there somewhere Mm -hmm. but that's just me being hopeful (laughs) maybe tobias tries to retreat into the hawk part of his brain as much as he can because i guess like his reasoning is like hawks don't like there's there's pain but they don't like process it any more than that like they're like "ouchie, this hurts but they don't think about why it hurts or something
1: I think Um, his his thought was that because the as a human he understands that if he gives up or he gives the torture what they want he will get released from the pain the hawk Mm -hmm. doesn't understand that the hawk doesn't understand that there is a person or that's what it is pressing the buttons and that is causing him pain he's just like just concentrate on the pain as a hawk you don't understand how to make it stop and therefore you're not going to accidentally give up your friends
0: yes 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 i forgot about that yes that is his reasoning and it seems to work but subvisor one realizes what he's doing so she's like okay so now we have what i'm gonna do is alternate both happiness and pain in order to make the pain feel that much worse. So this part is like pretty heartbreaking because honestly, the (laughs) happiness and pain thing is really effective. (laughs) Even just as a reader, Um, you get to see Tobias's memories of his time with the Bandelites, because those seem to be his only happy memories. There's when he's been hanging out with his friends as a hawk and not as a human boy. Um, And also more sad, terrible memories of his childhood and, his hawk mind starts to break like he can't take the pain anymore and so he's like just flying futilely flying into the sides of the box that he's in he's really breathing beating himself up like his wing is broken and his beak is cracked it's just like really brutal i don't know how he healed from this but.
1: and i think this part specifically happens after the two hours has passed because taylor's like pissed T- the the Subvisor fifty one. His human name is Taylor. Um, is like pissed that he didn't give up. Switch back to being mm. an Andalite. So she, not no, quite
0: yet. No. Okay, my bad. Yeah. yeah no, you're good because <laughs> my next thing is the two hour time limit passes. It's <laughs> the only reason I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, the two hour time limit passes. That, as we all know, is like the morphing limit. You're stuck in your body after two hours. And Subvistor 51 gets super pissed because she's like, why why have you sacrificed your body? Like, do you realize what you've given up? And Tobias is like, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so Tobias tries to, like, get her to talk in order to rile her up or distract her or give him just, like, some reprieve from the torture. And he also, like, delivers the most badass line. He's like, I won't give in. Do you know why? Because if I surrender, you'll live. And if I resist, you'll die. And I want you to die. (laughs) It's like, damn, Tobias. Shit. (laughs) He and Rachel really got these like brutal, vicious one liners down. (laughs) Um, Or I guess like four liners. I don't know how many sentences were in that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we hear a little bit about like Subvisor 51, her controller, Taylor, um, her life. I guess she was like pretty princess of the high school. Everyone loved her, everyone wanted to be her, Regina George sort of situation. And then her. a house caught fire, and she was stuck inside there. And she became like, um, I think like she was she was disfigured. I was trying to think if she lost any limbs, but um, yeah, she. Lost I think her, so because yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: and I think her leg as well because I kn- she has the um prosthetic arm for sure. It's mentioned That's a few right. times, but I think her leg also has some damage to it. Um And this was the part of the book that I had a problem with, okay, um, because. Basically, it's revealed that Taylor, the human, decided to betray all humans and Mm. willingly become a Yurk because uh, she was so upset about her um, facial scarring and the fact that she was disabled, uh, that the Yurks promising to uh, bring her back to being able-bodied was enough to get her to betray all of humankind, which... I think that by itself may be fine if there were any other disabled characters in this series uh, Mm -hmm. that weren't like made evil by their disabilities. (laughs) um, I think this is a trope we've seen a few times of like disabilities kind of being like so terrible that it justifies doing terrible things. And it's like, No, <laughs> it's still not. And I, I don't think that, like, the book is like, well, she was okay for doing this, but I do think that it's like, isn't it understandable that she would be upset? It's like, no, like, I get that this was very fresh for her. And again, mm-hmm. if there were other disabled characters in the series, then, like, yeah, but kind of any time that there is only one person representing a mar- a marginalized group in a work, I think that you need to be careful about like not using problematic tropes like people with uh, facial scarring are evil like that's
0: yeah not yeah. great <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah she really is like just snidely whiplash sort of villain here She's yeah like, she going, yeah
1: and it's not even just like she betrays all of humankind because it's like okay you can kind of see that progression of like mm-hmm. she was loved. She lost, you know, like certain function and she lost like her beauty as she perceived it um, mm-hmm. and was betrayed by the people who once adored her. OK, like I get that. But she also betray it very specifically says she turns in her mother to be yerked as well. Yes, who's like,
0: the chief of police. And
1: her mother like presumably still wasn't like. Oh well, now that you have a facial scar and a uh, disability, I no longer love right. you my daughter. Like presumably that's not what happened. So this is a really comically evil like path for this character so to over take. The top. Like yeah. Um so yeah, I wasn't super comfortable with that. I didn't love that motivation. Again, I think it would have been fine if there were other instances of disability in the series and I don't think mm-hmm. there are any that hold enough weight to counterbalance this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um yeah, that's good. I didn't my first read through of this, I did not pick up on that, but you are right. That is kind of icky. Yeah.
1: But again, overall good book, and I mean Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, not to give excuses, but we do have kind of a different standard of how to write about marginalized groups now than we did in 1999. Very true. Um so Anyway. <laughs> that so was we my hear issue. Taylor's
0: backstory. That
1: was if they just didn't have Taylor's backstory, it wasn't necessary. I don't know why yeah, it is here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It could have been like literally anything else that like I don't know, like her family.
1: I get that it was supposed to be like somewhat of a parallel to Tobias that she's acting as a foil here of mm-hmm. Tobias also having lost everything and having in like in a sense she gave up her humanity the same way Tobias did, but the difference is that Tobias's lack of humanity is he became a little literal animal. Her supposed lack of humanity is becoming disabled, which is mm-hmm.
0: gross. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like
1: disabled people are still human and aren't inherently evil, that, or don't become evil because of the great because trauma of, of disability. Pal- yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, like uh. I was trying to think of like how we could quickly just fix her story so it wasn't Mm so icky but i was maybe maybe another girl comes to school that's even more popular and then no one wants to talk to taylor again
1: (laughs) (laughs) or i mean like i'm trying to see now i'm trying to fix it too it's like if i'm trying to see the problem is i'm trying to think of things that would justify is it
0: is it better to say to to frame it as like okay so she she attended the sharing meetings because she felt like she didn't fit in in her old social circles, and they said, "Well, we do have the technology to you know, uh, you know, you we can we can build a prosthetic arm, we can build a prosthetic leg if that's what you want." And she was like, "Yes." And in the process of doing that, then she was like forcibly yerked. Yeah, I think something, or even like if she agreed
1: to it, but without the like bitterness and the hatred yeah. like I think it's that's like, kind of the thing of like, it's like I just wanted to feel like a yeah like it like I mean, how I used to or something It still has some problems too but it's at least understandable for someone who recently for like a teenager yeah who especially was very like for, vain yes who recently uh became disabled that like okay yeah that's a pretty understandable reaction to try to get yeah. your old life back um and if you don't have the correct support system to you know, deal with it. Then, like, yeah, I, I could see how that would go. But like, that added to her being like evil.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, mean, it does. Be, it's like a really gross villain origin story mm-hmm. from a comic book or something. You know,
1: and like to be fair, we're being told this Scar- by the year. Or was it yeah, Scarface? No, Two Face. Two Face. Yeah, we're we're being told this by the year. So perhaps Taylor didn't really feel this way, and this maybe the it's more trying nuanced. to justify it. But yeah, that's what we're presented in the book is that Taylor. Hated humanity after she became disabled and so decided to become a yerk. Like, uh, which actually, like, that seems like if anything, it would be the opposite, right? If you're someone who recently became disabled and want control back over your body, giving up control of your body to another completely kind of seems like it, yeah, goes against your whole thing.
0: (laughs) I don't know. The sharing is a cult, and that's who they prey on, (laughs) I guess. I. So we hear all this backstory. Uh, The distraction doesn't really work for very long, though, because Taylor's just like, join me in my madness, Andalite. And she ratchets the torture up again. And Tobias legit thinks he's about to die. Then a voice tells him, don't be afraid. And he starts to receive a ton of memories from his daddy, Elfangor. And daddy is like, you're not alone. Uh, the Andalite warriors of days gone by stand by you, or something. I don't know. Something. Look like that. up at the sky, and you'll know we are legion. I don't know. The, something.
1: The stars <laughs> are the kings past looking down at you, Simba. <laughs> oh.
0: Remember who you, you are. are. Remember. 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 <laughs> Remember me. Okay. A now you're gonna make Disney me cry. Movie. <laughs> And then Tobias kind of comes to, and Viscer 3 is there again. And he's holding this beat up bald eagle. And Tobias is like, no, it can't be anyone but Rachel. And because my Visser friends
1: couldn't have gotten another eagle morph in the time I've been down here.
0: Yeah.
1: Or it couldn't just be a regular eagle.
0: <laughs> a regular eagle that I didn't mention, but was mentioned earlier in the text. There was a very sick and old eagle who was about to die at Cassie's farm. I wonder <laughs> if that eagle is Rachel or, <laughs> um, basically Visser Three just like throws this eagle down on the ground and leaves again. He's like, just wanted to say hi, checking in, wanted to see if my endolite was sexy yet or if he's still a bird, whatever. Um, and then he leaves, and v- sub Visser Fifty One is like grandstanding. I guess, and talking about how they're going to kill Tobias. And Axe starts to demorph from a flea into his Andalite cell from the back of the dead eagle. It was a ploy because it was that old dying one from Cassie's farm that I didn't mention earlier.
1: And it's like that thing where he's standing directly behind the villain while the villain's mom logging. In. He's yeah, like, Shh, yeah.
0: Don't tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does the thing. He puts his finger to his mouth. And Tobias, and Tobias like, Flinches or something, and the subvester turns around. They're like, "What?" But it's too late because Axe has already sliced her with his tail. It doesn't really happen, but it could have. (laughs) We get like a couple chapter long action scene where they're all fighting. I didn't really follow this. I I was kind of like action scenes. I never, yeah, I never do. They're always like, "Pow!" and then they slid and "chunk," and Gorilla was there with the, and we flew up, and then we're flew down. The action scenes are not the strong (laughs) point.
1: This was the point, though, that Marco, as a gorilla, does have a grappling hook, I believe.
0: Yes, yeah. Not sure why,
1: or how, or what, but there we go. What (laughs) for? Needed to break the sadness.
0: Yeah, Marco's like, it's me, your comedic uh, effect, um, comedic uh,
1: relief. Relief? Thank
0: you, relief. (laughs) It's me, Marco, comedic relief. Pretend I did that all in one smooth take. (laughs) Um, There's fighting. The chi have like secured an exit route somehow i don't know if just like every chi who has decided to like walk the earth and pretend to be human is in on this like how much of the sharing is chi and how much of it is actually <laughs> controllers i need that fact
1: it's just 80 chi chapman and viscer 3 <laughs> Visser 3 and sub viscer 51 and tom and keep being like we're going to infect more people and the Chi are like well I guess we have to because if we didn't it would be violence
0: (laughs) (laughs) we can't let them get the dogs (laughs) Um, everyone's there fighting Rachel attempts to kill Subviscer51 she's like they tortured my love and he's like no don't stoop to their level don't do it. So There's also
1: a lot of like weirdness with like Subvistor Fifty One being compared to Rachel because they're both beautiful or something, and I'm like, I yeah. don't quite get what this. Literary uh, Tobias was like is. Rachel's
0: is beautiful and good, <laughs> and
1: I. But I can't stress this enough. Subvistor Fifty One also hot, also banging. Like, but okay, she's Tobias, not. calm down. And she <laughs> provides me with like she provides me with all pain women and who pleasure. Look
0: Blonde women are my thing. <laughs> uh somehow they all escape. It's off page, but they do. And when they get home, Tobias tells Axe about Elfangor's memories, and Axe is like, That's that's like a superstitious thing, like a spiritual rite. Uh we called Ut Utsum. Utsum. <laughs> i don't know where (laughs) uh memories are memory messages are triggered by imminent death to give the person dying a last surge of strength in order to ease the process i took that straight from the text Mm -hmm. didn't know how to paraphrase it um and it's just this old superstition and axes shook that it exists um and then Rachel shows up and Tobias is like, that's the girl who loves me. And they go flying away. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Tobias is like, not going to deal with this baggage today. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go. My girlfriend's hot as hell. Time to compartmentalize. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was, yeah. that was the illusion. Um, I don't know. The illusion maybe is Tobias is, Human self, or I think the the illusion was like the whole thing of them having the
1: illusion of it. But I feel like there were many other books where illusion could have been used better because of the chi that do actual illusions in the forms of holograms and those being (laughs) plot points. Whereas this I I felt was like the illusion was the illusion that Tobias was an Andalite when he was really a hawk. But it's like, but he was physically both of those things.
0: I feel like at the beginning of the series, K.A. Applegate wrote down a whole bunch of cool-sounding mm-hmm. words and threw them in a jar. And at the yep. end of writing each book, she was like, I'm going to pull one out now. Sometimes it matches. A lot of the times it doesn't. <laughs> she probably did like a find,
1: like whatever the 90s equivalent of that was in Word, like Control-F, you know, uh-huh. if they had that then, just to see if any of them happened to be in the, the books The 90s equivalent of
0: the Control-F. I don't know. <laughs> did they, did <laughs> they have just that function? It control I don't know. <laughs> but Word looked a lot boxier, so, okay. and Clippy was there.
1: <laughs> I remember Clippy.
0: Clippy was like, it looks like you're trying to find a title for your document.
1: <laughs> it looks like you're trying to write an Animorphs book. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to add insects? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can I suggest a template?
1: <laughs> uh, overall, good book, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. I enjoyed the shit out of this one. hmm um who was your most valuable morph considering there was one morph in this that did a lot of shit and five other morphs that didn't do anything except dip their hands in the communities in the communal fondue pot
1: yeah i feel like you're leading me towards tobias but it was obviously cassie
0: gross just cassie kidding it was the only thing cassie <laughs> did was be like hey guys look at this sick eagle it's about to die that's all Cassie did in this book. Like she was totally not even on the page. Really, it was. It was a good book. Wow. <laughs> I don't really like Cassie at all.
1: Every day you wake up and choose violence. Uh.
0: I do. I do. Every day I wake up and I specifically unchoose Cassie. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, it was Tobias. Tobias was my fave for sure. You?
0: Tobias. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> he. Uh. Can do no wrong in my eyes. Mm. My favorite morph. A precious boy, a precious oh, so bird. Good. Um, what's another thing we do? Morbid moment. Yeah, I've been <laughs>
1: flipping through the book trying to, cause I can't control F, cause I'm using a.
0: She's got the hard copy.
1: Real, real world copy. Um, but I'm trying to find the quote from mine, but I can't. Good. Ugh. You
0: got one while I keep flipping. Let me see. I mean, mine was just like the. Sorry let me talk into the microphone. Mine was just like the whole book. Oh that was it? It was the end? (laughs) Like the whole last half of the book where they were doing all of the torture. I didn't care for that. Um, I think I yeah I really I really um, have to agree with taylor submissor 51 about like the pain and the and the happiness being combined Mm. making it sad because like we do get these like completely like there was one specific example of when tobias was younger and there was like a professor that he Mm -hmm. lived near and he was stealing berries out of her garden and she caught him but instead of yelling at him she would like brought him in and was talking to sorry my phone um she brought him in and like talked to him and could obviously tell there was something not great in his home life and just kind of became sort of safe haven for him i was like damn mm-hmm. that's a very sad situation yeah um your whole existence device was very sad until you became a hawk
1: i also wonder if that professor this wasn't like a major series series but i wonder if that professor will come back at some point oh, yeah yeah, I mean, yeah nice right um i did find find uh Mine, it was also in the torture sequence um, when he is being bullied. And Mm -hmm. uh, but it's like a mix of a memory of him being bullied and um, a memory of his very early time stuck as a hawk. So it's like those two memories coming together. And like the very end of that flashback is staring out at the crescent moon, the stars, I want to go home, I cried in a whisper. But I knew as I spoke I had no idea where home was, which, like, is very upsetting on several levels. Because, like, Tobias literally is a homeless child at this point. Like,
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can't just say this meadow is your home. Right. And aside from the Hawk
1: thing, even if he was just a human, he still does not have a home to go to. Yeah. And also just, like, that's kind of his whole vibe, this whole book, of not knowing, like, even what his species is supposed to be. Because before it was, like, hawk boy, but now he's kind of got the Andalite thing also thrown in, where mm, he's, like, not really sure if maybe true. that's what his home is supposed to be. Um, which dovetails nicely into my serious theories. I feel like this might be maybe leading to a Tobias full-time becoming an Andalite, like... That could be interesting. I feel like there might be a a bittersweet ending for our our boy Tobias here where he decides that he is supposed to be in the land of his forefathers Mm -hmm. and just full-time morphs Andalite.
0: I do do agree. I think Tobias has to make a choice about who he's going to be at the end of this series, Mm -hmm. and I don't know... Andalite would be a good one because here he is like in this book getting scenes with Axe teaching him about the different rituals and stuff yeah. that Andalites do, and they're like best friends and nephew and uncle, <laughs> and also he just got all of Elfangor's memories. Like, haven't unpacked that yet, but he has.
1: Not to make comparisons, where like obviously you know sci-fi versus real world, but it did very much give me the vibe of like an adopt like stories I've read of adoptees who like. Try to find their birth parents and like birth cultures, and mm-hmm. kind of going into that where like yeah, it's part a part of him that he was kept from essentially. Very um, true. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I am interested to see where that goes.
0: You know, this is like a, it's a middle grade series, so he can't stay a hawk. Like that can't no, be his ending. That can't right. Like <laughs> <laughs> not when Rachel is there thirsty. Rachel pointed out that hawks
1: have like eighteen year lifespan tops. So like
0: yeah. <laughs> He's got to do something about that. It's got
1: to change at the end. I don't know.
0: Um, Maybe they all give up morphing. The Elemist is like, all right. I think probably, yeah.
1: I think if this series wraps up fully, I think the end of this is going to have them not be animorphs anymore Mm -hmm. in what you know like
0: and also with marco dying because he's not paired up with anybody
1: (laughs) or jake dying because it'll be a big heroic sacrifice and marco comforting and and cassie Cassie
0: can bond (laughs) over it and axe just (laughs) mourns his prince forever i guess i don't know axe becomes the prince Axe
1: adopts his nephew (laughs) um i also real quick series series kind of what you mentioned already lauren's out there somewhere coming back
0: yes i hope so i really want Tobias to have a home. Also, this was
1: a classic um, Animorphs villain ending of, oh, they'll probably die, like we saw with Marco's mom, yes. where they were like, I'm sure sub 51 will be killed by Visser 3, and they all left. Nah, she's going to be back.
0: Yeah, she's just going to be severely demoted. Mm-hmm. And mad. <laughs> and pissed.
1: <laughs> so those pissed. So those are my serious theories this week. I like them. All right. Um, so I think that wraps us up for this one, right?
0: Yes. That's it. That's okay. We're done with the sad book. So next week, we are going to be continuing
1: Anna's military sci-fi unit with uh, the novel Starship Troopers by Robert Heinlein. Uh, the week after that, we'll be back with another Morphs Monday with Animorphs number 34, The Prophecy.
0: In the meantime... If you have any of your own Animorph series theories, or if you have a book you would want us to read because you think we'll either love it or hate it, you can tweet at us at ShelfAwareCast or email us ShelfAwareCast at gmail.com. As always, thank you to Ben Cope for the use of our theme song. You can check out his YouTube channel in our show notes below. We are also, hold on, I got to take a breath. <laughs> <gasps> We are also on all of your favorite podcast aggregating platforms. So if you haven't followed or subscribed to us on one of those, you definitely should. Because if you don't, then I don't know. Tobias is going to be very disappointed. (laughs) If you use Apple Podcasts, we very much appreciate a five-star review. But if you don't, that's all right. Because you are allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you would like. In the words of K.A. Applegate, you need to cut loose, my friends.
1: Marco continued in a meaningful tone. It's all about rhythm. You got to commune with the rhythm. Step inside the beat. Listen to your heart. Listen to the beat. Listen to the rhythm. The rhythm of the rhythm street. Rhythm
0: of the street. <laughs> Open up your eyes. Open up your ears. <laughs> Work together to make Get things better. Get together and better. make things
1: better. <laughs> by working together. Oh, no. Yeah,
0: I got it wrong. Shit. <laughs> Believe in yourself. <laughs> that's the place to start and i say hey <laughs> i'm done recording we've done too much singing this episode
1: it's a very musical <laughs> episode
0: ellen jeroux Giroux? one of the two i'm in the wrong book i went to the it's <laughs> in it melinda Metz. i'm like oh god
1: damn it <laughs> wrong
0: book <laughs> <laughs>